On today's Daily Charge Supercharged Edition, the Surface Pro X, does it use eSIM or physical SIM? Where does the Pixelbook fall on our tablet spectrum? What about implementing Stylus or Linux? And most importantly, are we Trekkies or Star Wars fans? So yeah, I went to Comic-Con too, but don't worry about that. I don't need to be included in this conversation. <laughs> uh, Caleb says, I don't think tablets will ever replace PCs, maybe laptops. I can see laptops going away and being replaced by tablets. And let's go ahead and include hybrids and convertibles in that categorization as well. The appeal of PC towers is upgradability, which is the exact opposite of the mentality when it comes to... To a tablet. I think that's a great point to kind of jump off from for our conversation on the yeah. show today. Uh, Timothy's question says, does the Pro X use eSIM or physical SIM for their cellular connectivity? Ooh, good question. I don't know off the top of my head. I bet it's a physical SIM, but I wouldn't uh, bet the farm on it. Yeah. All right. Next up, Yan says, what do you guys think of the Pixelbook versus the Surface Pro and the Samsung Galaxy? I think we should reserve some judgment on what's happening in the Pixelbook space until next week because we yeah, know Google we've, is we've having got an event. We've got another big event coming from Google next week. So we'll week, see what so, they have yeah. there. That said, the last couple of generations uh, have been nice-looking but expensive novelties. It's certainly not a mainstream brand that people go looking for. There you go. Premium Chromebooks is a weird sell, and no one's really nailed it yet. Yeah, it's really all about cheap Chromebooks if you want to buy one, right? That's just it's the the easier. Every sell. kid I know in like grade school uh, that has a laptop, it's a Chromebook, but it's a you know three hundred dollar or less Chromebook. Right. Glad you guys brought that up because Yan is asking if we know what the timing is going to be for for the Google event on the fifteenth. Uh, wondering how it's well, going on the fifteenth. There's a timing. They specifically they want to know if that's going to uh, delay this show. Oh, good question. Most likely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I believe it's in the, I want to say it's the morning. Something like that. They're always in the morning. They're usually around like nine or 10 or something like that, Eastern time. So yeah, that'll bump us inevitably, but we'll still do the recap show either later on that day or first thing the next morning. So that's, that's all we got for you. We don't, we don't have the exact timing yet though, but thank you for asking. Uh, And thank you for your concern about our broadcast. Uh, Timothy asks, is there a stylus slash pen slash pencil that can be universal where you can use that with a whole line of products? There are a couple of dumb styluses that work pretty universally. Um, A lot of times for the more specific tablet-specific apps, you need the official stylus, you know, like the Apple Pencil, and Samsung has their own one, and Microsoft has their own. Uh, There are a few third-party ones that basically work almost like your finger. Uh, Sometimes they have a little electrostatic uh, surface on the very tip, so it mimics the effect of having a physical finger on it, because like just a piece of plastic may not work, depending on the screen technology. And sorry, I just want to interject with the the Google event. That's uh, it's actually in the afternoon. Oh, uh, wow. like one o'clock. Cool. So, so we we're all actually, a bunch we, of liars. We can act. Yeah, sorry. So we can actually get the show going. Normal guess I'm, time. Guess I'm sleeping in. California, it's the morning. Yeah, it's true. It's morning in the morning in SF, but it's here. Just to be clear. All right. Next one from Michael Brown. Should Chrome OS be a no be notable? In deciding a computer, most people only use what Chrome OS can offer anyway. I 100% agree with that. I have been saying this for years. If you get a Chromebook versus a regular laptop, frankly, you may not even notice the difference that much because 90% of what you do is going to be in that browser interface. Gmail, going to Amazon, going to Facebook, watching Netflix movies. It's all, it's all, it's all browser-based anyway. So for a lot of people, a Chromebook is just as good. Your, your chances of downloading and running a native app on a, on a laptop is shrinking every day. 
Hmm. Unless you're using Photoshop, but that's a whole different category. Very true. I mean, that's why Microsoft's kind of pushing some of these ARM-based yeah. laptops in the first place, right? So yeah, these, Photoshop and games. That's yep. basically the stuff yep. you need yep. uh, uh, local installation for. So many laptop questions. I, it well, must be almost holiday shopping season. What is the headline of the on. show, you Dan? You were coming, Dan. They came ready with the questions. Oh, man. Lightning round. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, I think this is a rhetorical question, but Joe says, uh, do any other platforms other than PC offer giant local hard drives? Uh, that, I, I think it's rhetorical, but Dan, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, that's a good – well, you know what? You can put a giant hard drive in your game console. You can attach a mm-hmm. giant hard drive to your um, – what, what did they used to call the machines that would record uh, your, your DVR at home? What was the brand that had the uh, – TiVo? TiVo. There you go. That's so old-fashioned oh, now. I can't right, even think right. of the name. Oh, I've got a TiVo at home. What is this, 2005? What are you doing? They still have products, though. <laughs> I know. Whatever. <laughs> They're still a company. Yeah. Kind of. There you go. All right. Will we guess – will you guys guess and put the Surface Duo on the same test as the Galaxy Fold? Um. I, well, it really well, depends. Partly, the, so the screen doesn't fold. Yeah, the screen doesn't fold. It, it works on a hinge. It's actually two screens that work on a hinge. Uh, there are other devices. Uh, it's not a new concept. It's not. LG actually has that right now with the for its. I believe it's uh, it's V50 or G10. There's there's an accessory that you buy that basically allows it to have a dual screen function. It's just sort of a, it's a like a snap-on accessory. Yeah. And I went back and found laptops that had dual screens and no keyboards going back mm. at least as far back as 2011 where we reviewed uh, the Acer Iconia, which was two 14-inch screens in a clamshell. And when you put your 10 fingers down on the bottom screen, it said, oh, 10, 10 touch points right there. We're going to pop up the on-screen keyboard. Oh, to be fair, since the phone, though, people probably still be a little bit worried about that, even though it's a hinge concept. Yeah, and keep in mind that with the, the Fold, you know, we partnered with a third-party vendor that kind of they create this machine f- specifically for the Fold. So, you know, this is it was kind of a one-off thing. So we'll see if we'll do future ones like this. Um, I'm sure uh, if the opportunity presented itself, we would, but it, it's still too early to say at this point. But is it really a phone? I think it's a phone. <laughs> I, Microsoft kept saying it's a phone. It's not Micro- a phone. Microsoft, don't call it a phone. Even Microsoft they kept calling it a phone. doesn't want to call it a phone because they've got a they got a really bad history with phones. Right? Except for all the times they called it a phone. I'm just saying they've had a legacy of like failure on phones, so they don't want to they don't want to associate it with it's it's not a phone. It's it's post phone. But it makes calls. So it does make phone calls. Which goes back your to to the earlier issue of a solution in search of a problem. I, I've never heard anyone say, "Man, Microsoft should make more phones." <laughs> I actually like the old Windows phones. Mm-hmm. I like the interface. It was nice. Good for you. There you go. A lot, a lot of more great uh, laptop and uh, tablet conversation and questions coming in. We're going to try to get to a bunch more real quick. Before we do a, just a little bit of chatter on Comic-Con stuff, are there any dedicated Linux laptops, or do you always have to install that yourself? I've received one or two over the great many years. It's certainly not common. There are a couple of places that will do that, yes. Short answers. Very efficient, Dan. I'm not even ready to come back after you talk that quick. I'm punchy like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from a journalist's perspective, do you think the Pixel Book or the Pixel Slate 2 will be sufficient for your needs? As uh, To use as a writing tool? Yeah, yes. Oh, that's so yeah. interesting. You know, I'm so keyboard. I, I mean, I really think one day on-screen keyboards will be good enough to use for long-form typing. They're not there yet. Well, you mentioned Pixel Book, right? That, that uh, does have true, a physical true, keyboard, true. so... Um, not for everything. The problem is everyone wants like an everything device that mm. will do, you know, at home, at work, uh, on the road. And I don't know if we're at the point where we have that yet. 
maybe folding screens will eventually get us there. Like if you had a device that was like a big phone, you open it up and it was like a 10 or 11 inch screen. And then you had a little Bluetooth keyboard you could put in front of it. Right. And then you have like a little mini like laptop all-in-one. That, that might be a good all-in, you know, yeah, everything I mean, device. And Samsung's gotten pretty close. Is the idea that like your phone could just plug into a monitor and like a Bluetooth keyboard and becomes like the brains of your computer. That's, yeah, that's kind of what we're, and in terms of your question, uh, at least for me, like a Chromebook would probably be sufficient. Most of it's browser-based. 85% Most of, percent of the time. Browser-based, right. Yeah. Like there are probably some exceptions. Um, I don't deal with photos as much as some of my mm-hmm. colleagues, so I think other folks who have Photoshop needs probably would need a full-fledged computer. It's like anything else. You may need more than one computer in your life if you're a, a, a heavy-duty user. All right, just a few minutes left, so let's go ahead and talk about Star Trek and Comic-Con. On the panel here today, who are Trekkies and who are Star Wars fans? Can't say both. Can I be both? Yeah, yeah you can yeah. be both. I'm, I'm, I'm not more. It's not but an either or. I have some unpopular <laughs> opinions. All right, bring it. You loved The Last Jedi. Is that is that your popular Oh, no, Star Trek-wise. Oh, okay. Uh, first of all, Discovery is really good. Uh, Picard looks really good. Uh, I'm of a certain generation. You can tell from the gray in my beard, so I'm a... <laughs> TOS guy, the original series. Uh, I never liked Next Generation or any of the other new shows. I thought you're they looked unpopular. I thought they they looked awful. They have aged terribly. Um, they yeah, all that aged giant terribly. Yeah. The original series is great. Nineteen sixty. Really so let's talk Network about Discovery drama. season three trailer really quick. So we didn't go into that. Let's it's really cool. That. They're going to like nine hundred thirty years in the future to get away from the series canon. I actually think that's brilliant because they. It's been so they've had to like twist themselves in different contortions to like make themselves flow with canon. And now that they've like <laughs> wiped themselves out of canon and brought themselves way into the future where they can just do whatever they want, that just seems so much more liberating. Yeah, it's a bit sad because I really enjoyed um, Sonika Martin Green's character's connection to the Spock family. Yes. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But in a way, like it does make sense because it doesn't come up in the series. But then again, you never know what Discovery will do. Maybe they'll finagle something Actually, together. I really did enjoy the the actor who played Spock. Like, mm-hmm. I thought he did a really good job. I'm kind of yeah. sad to see that he won't be progressing. Well, but there's obviously. a short trek that came out on Saturday as well with featuring ah. him in his first day on the USS Enterprise. Oh. Uh, so gotcha. that's online now on the CBS website. Our comparing company, for disclosure. Um, but, uh, but, <laughs> we're, not, but, but, we're not chilling. We're not pushing it. But in no, the trailer, he like asks a bunch fans. of annoying questions. It's hilarious. <laughs> that's great. I miss Jason Isaacs. Yeah, I do too. Mm. What's the great? I mean, he's dead. I mean, the other well, sorry, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. That's the one from the now. other universe. What about the one the from first our one was universe? Dead. He was dead eh, in the you didn't see it happen. It that's was just true. sort of related third hand. He was great. And that never seems my, like that's my, the case. My theory on that was that it wasn't that they wanted him off the show. He's probably just too expensive. That's uh, what uh, I heard. Yeah. Him yeah. and Michelle Yeoh. Yeah, Michelle Yeoh went out to go to Dark Crystal. Meanwhile, the other guy. Sorry, Brian. What? He went on to do Dark Crystal. That's oh, why. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet. Yeah. That's supposed to be good. I loved it, but nice, that's nice. a conversation for another day. I feel like we need to have a Star Trek roundtable or something on the mm. show. It's like a special. That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah. Sure. That'd be a lot of fun. Uh, real quick before we let everyone go, Patrick Stewart coming back as Picard. Do you think he'll come back as Professor X? No. no. <laughs> Definitely no, not. Sorry. Why not? I can see a cameo or two in a nah, future X. The last movie was too He's already done a bunch of cameos. I think Disney wants to wipe the memory of the Fox X-Men no, but, well, okay, you're right. Yeah. You're right about that. But remember, it wasn't it wasn't Marvel uh, and Disney. It was it was Sony and Marvel. But they brought back J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson true. at that's the very true. end of that's Spider-Man. Different. That's a different issue than, the, than mutants, though. But it's the same. It's the same kind of um, um, series jumping mm-hmm. where you yes. have one little yeah, callback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, maybe in a cameo. Yeah, maybe in a really. Brief the last cameo. couple of ones were cameos, though. Uh, that's true. I, I don't see. I, I just feel like there's so much. The X Men 
franchise has just so like destroyed itself that Disney just wants to like erase it all from memory. But think- all of them, the the main stars have basically aged out at this point. Robert Downey, uh, uh, Captain America, whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah. They have to basically do a, what comic books do and do a reboot anyway and right. do a new issue one because. The, no, no one's gonna go see. I mean, people see it, but it's not gonna be the same. Like, oh, the Black Widow movie, the Hawkeye movie, the you know There's whatever. Also so many X Men that they can take a whole new angle on it. Yeah, they don't, they don't, they could even they don't do it need and not to do the callbacks. Well, they did that. It's called the New Mutants, and apparently it's so bad yeah. they've delayed it for like two years oh, yeah. and reshot it. And they're but, taking again. That's a Fox production. But there's Deadpool, yeah, and, and, and Disney's so happy to have Deadpool because it's that's Deadpool's true. on the Disney site now. Right. Um, oh, and right. Deadpool just features Deadpool, even though he's sort of an X Men. There you go. Uh, the cameos are definitely a possibility, but the rumors that are flying around from the casting notes of the movie that it's definitely not going to be a Patrick Stewart. They're probably going to go younger. The, uh, they've been um, specifically cited as saying that they want to cast people of color in that role, which I think is an excellent idea. Oh, and current um, rumors? Cool. Um, yeah, th- I mean, that's just rumor mail, but yeah. I mean, being a comic book geek, I've got my ear to the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and definitely with what I saw at Samuel Comic-Con L. Jackson is Professor X. Oh my God, take <laughs> all of my money. Uh, <laughs> From what I saw at the uh, Comic-Con panel I went to this weekend with um, House of X and Powers of Ten, the comic books are definitely reseeding themselves to be more rece- re- receptible. Is that a word? Re- mm-hmm. uh, accessible? Ex- maybe accessible, uh, but cater more towards uh, multiverse uh, Marvel MCU kind of oh. appeal. All the so, characters look like they're movie versions now. Look, the current X Men storyline is pretty dark. It's a whole other topic, but it's it's pretty awesomely dark. Thank you, Mike, because okay. I just got crash coursed on that the other day, and it is weird. Mm-hmm. And that's saying a lot for the X Men franchise, but it's good. Uh, that being said, um, we should probably wrap this up. or way over. Thanks everybody for being patient with us running late, having some ongoing technical issues in here. I'm working them out. Hopefully, fingers crossed, we can get them sorted out in the near future. Until then. Just want to share with everyone my wares from Comic Con this weekend. Nice. We got uh, some turtle issues. I bought an original print of Superman Red Sun, which is officially the next DC animated universe movie. Yeah. Oh, nice. House of X custom print cover. Nice. So that was a good Comic Con for me this year. Mike, Dan, hope you guys had a good time too. As always. I'm really sad I couldn't go. It's like the first time in a couple years I I wasn't able to go. I mean, I had a good excuse it'll be back next year yeah you had a good, you had a good yeah, reason a decent reason for it so alright thank you all for the questions if you enjoyed the show go ahead like comment and subscribe we're live every weekday morning here on YouTube Periscope and CNET.com also you can subscribe to our audio podcast as well as the new and improved supercharged extended podcast on pretty much every platform available links to all these are in the description below for the daily charge I'm Roger Chang this is Dan Ackerman and this is Mike Sorrentino thank you for joining us <laughs>